Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, friends, it's Thursday, October 5th. I'm Doug Fitzgerald, different voice in today, filling in for Dan. He's going to be back on Monday. Um, I want to, obviously, you, right after the, right out of the shoot, Johnny, I need to thank you for producing the show, executive producer Johnny Cadillac. Thank you for doing that. Of course. Um, and we're going to have the phone lines open, so if you want to text or call, Johnny will take care of that, 402-479-1400. We're going to talk about convention center, activity in the Haymarket, um, different events going on around the city. Uh, we've got some great guests. Jeff Mall's in, and we're going to talk about that. So if you've got questions, specifically, you know, maybe about the convention center, a lot of people have asked me about that and, and what's happening and where are we at now and how is that going to impact our city. Call or text 402-479-1400. Um, Johnny, got a question for you because every time I'm here, it, it's Johnny question time. So yep. here's my question. Are you a patient person? I already kind of know a little bit. You kind of told me earlier. So um, I, I could be more patient a lot of times. You don't like to wait? <laughs> Depends on what's going on. But what, what about important things? You know, like helping your mom, going through that kind of stuff. Like getting her approved for Medicaid. Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was a process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Most people are not patient. Now, here's the cool thing. I host a nationally syndicated oh. show, One Shot, One Life, every Saturday, 11 a.m., flagship station right here on KLIN. This week's guest is awesome. He's co-lead uh, pastor, and he's a Lincoln guest, um, Austin Edwards from City Light Church here in Lincoln, one of the fastest-growing churches in the Midwest, and I've asked him to come in. He's going to share five powerful tips on how to successfully wait for something that's important in our lives so that we don't drive ourselves and other people around us crazy, because that's what happens when we are impatient and we usually make mistakes. So tune in Saturday morning, every Saturday morning, 11 o'clock right here on KLIN and around the country. Also on the podcast, uh, you can check our uh, podcast out at uh, OneShotOneLife.com on any podcast platform as well. And also One Shot One Life is being brought to you by our title sponsor, Lincoln Coin and Bullion. They're awesome. Um, I see them and on a regular basis. Saw Pat uh, earlier this week at Lincoln Coin and Bullion. He's been, they've been really busy. You know, the economy's been, <laughs> been crazy. The last week has been nuts with things going on. Uh, we've got a lot of issues with, um, obviously, the stock market, uh, prices, commodities, all that. If you want to protect your purchasing power, gold and silver are the way to do it. Uh, they've been helping me out for nearly 15 years. So go to LincolnCoinAndBullion.com. Check them out. Pat will be more than happy to help you out. All right. Well, today's show is going to be fun. Uh, we're going to find out all this happening here in Lincoln. Jeff Mall, the executive director of Visit Lincoln, has joined us in the studios uh, for his regular monthly update. So, Jeff, this is so fun. When I heard, when Dan said, hey, I want you to uh, to, uh, to fill in, and I knew it was the day you are going to be on, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Because I love uh, last time I worked with you. It's been been so fun. So. Well, thanks for having me. And it's, it's good to be set across the seat from you yeah. as well and uh, always fun to hear you uh, on the weekends and uh, thank you follow you on social media love love your message love your positivity and thank you. uh, it's gonna be a fun show we got a lot of good things to talk about we do well I, you know what let's let's take just a little bit of a curve here uh, we were just talking with chris lofgren um you know um the, the mutual friends uh, have passed away and uh we we were just talking about how the short life is mm -hmm. hey let's talk about that i mean that's real life um you had mentioned you know you were just talking about that how important it is and the older you get you realize, man, maybe I don't have as much time left, and I need to be intentional. Yeah, and what's what's interesting, and that conversation was was something that I started thinking about a little bit more. Is you know, life does move fast, mm -hmm. and when you get to a certain point in life, whether it's empty nesting or you use, lose a loved one or you go through a pandemic, sometimes you just have to sit back and stop and go. Things are really put into perspective about how short life can be, how quick life can be taken from us. And it's really about slowing down because it's yep. not how the human body is wired. The human body is wired to go and over-program 
and and barely see your loved ones because you're always dividing and conquering with yep. kids. And so sometimes it's just about slowing down and, and just being in the moment right now, right. looking across the table yep. at somebody that does really good things and go, man, this is what we're here for. And being intentional. Yes. The other thing, too, and, and, and you see this, you work with a lot of the businesses and organizations in town. I Every time I work, because I'll, I'll do coaching with different businesses and, and do one-on-one coaching with people. When I'm working with businesses, I really intentionally want them to realize they're not there just to do a job. They should see their job as something that where they're impacting somebody's life every single day. They have an opportunity, and we always encourage them to establish their own personal values, but they have an opportunity to impact somebody, whether it's a coworker or a customer or somebody, um, and to think about that. And most of the time when I'm working with people, they're like, man, I've just never thought about it. You know, they're just going, earn the inc- earn the money, go home, take care of family, and then do it all over again the next day. And the value and the um, uh, the the blessing and the, the, the fun of being able to be around people is knowing that you can make a difference in somebody's life just by smiling or saying hi or how's your day going. Life is about touches. Yep. Whether you're in sales or whether you're in you're, you're consulting with people or you're just in a family, it is about the touch that you create with somebody that you're near, right? Yep. And it's the same conversation that I have when I'm out mentoring people in the business world, whether they're older than me or younger than me. You know, it's about getting to know one another, but talking about the influence that you can have not only on them but through them exactly. to make their life better. And it's kind of crushing for me that so many people are are loving working from home still. And and so many businesses are still allowing people to work from home behind a computer that they're missing out on a big part of life. And that's that physical touch you have with somebody and, and just getting to know people and just being in the moment. Yep. Let's talk about what you do because you create opportunities for people to be in the moment. A lot of activities around town, a lot of events. Uh, one thing I love, I'll just say this before we jump in. I love on your website at Lincoln.org. Mm-hmm. You have a little tab where it says, like, date ideas. Yeah. I love that. I was scrolling through that. Like, I, I want to recommend to everybody. We were recommended this years ago before my wife and I did counseling. You should have a date day every week, whether you're married or not, somebody that you're really you know intimate with. Mm-hmm. Do it because it provides opportunity for communication. You guys are providing some great opportunities for people to do that. So let's jump into some of the events that people can partake in, uh, one of which we didn't even really know about around here that I want to talk about that's happening this weekend yeah with the craft beer week yes yeah lincoln craft beer week is uh we're in our second or third year of doing that and the genesis of this was be a tourist in your own hometown for years we had a passport program that encouraged people to go to the children's museum and the children's zoo and go out and see these must-see or little-known attractions and it, it ran its course about the time it ran its course was craft beer started taking off like breweries were growing in the state of nebraska and in lincoln and we thought you know what There's an amazing fabric out there that goes into the craft beer Mm -hmm. process. The people, the destination, the art that goes into creating a beer can or a beer bottle. Uh, It's just amazing. So Craft Beer Week kicked off on October 2nd. We'll run through Sunday, uh, October 8th. It's a week. We've got a card on our website. You can stop to our visitor center, and it's just about getting to know beer and the people that brew it. And there's awesome. Well, I went to the website, and... You have uh, the different bars and breweries mm-hmm. there, and yep. every day it looks like each one of those breweries or bars are having activities and, and events yeah. revolving around this. They're doing music. They're doing trivia. They're doing food pairings. Last year, pairing beer with cupcakes or pairing beer with um, Girl Scout cookies was a wow. big thing some of our breweries were doing. So that has really taken off. So everybody's doing a little something different. 
You can go over to Lincoln.org, click on our craft beer tab to learn about what everybody's doing each and every day to make craft beer week something special in Lincoln. One of my favorite ones, Zipline, the Nebraska Brew. I don't know if you've had that, but oh, yeah. it's, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, I like good. that one. That's a that's a good one. Uh, all right. So with that, um, so people, so our people, they can go to the website, but that, is that where they get information on what's happening? And then they just on their own kind of can go around and, and visit each bar and area. Yeah. So I've got a craft beer week card in front of me. Okay. It talks about craft beer week and on the back, it lists all of the participating destinations. Each destination will give you a stamp or mark it off at the desk that you've been there. And then your name will go into a drawing for a $250 gift card to a brewery of your choice just for participating and getting a stamp at each one. Where can you get the card? You can get the cards at participating breweries. Okay. When you go to our website and find it, you can stop to our visitor center at 7th and P. We've also got some of these cards at our chamber office at 1128 Lincoln Mall. You can brewery hop all weekend. Oh, I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I was doing my job, getting the touches yesterday, going yep. out and meeting people, and I walked into Kincader in the Haymarket, and there was this retired couple sitting at the bar, and they were looking at their card and they're like, honey, you know, this guy goes, honey, we got to go to this next place. And I said, where, how far are you guys along? They were one stamp short of being done and they really? were having the time of their life. What you talked about, yes. they were getting the beer. They were going to go out to dinner that night and they were going to go get a cup of coffee and head back home. That's a date night, right? Exactly. There. Yeah. And, you know, looking at, um, and you've obviously have more interaction with breweries and the bars and all that with the craft beer. It's personal, right? So them creating it, developing it goes back to what we started the conversation out with Mm -hmm. is it's impacting people's lives. It's living a passionate life to benefit somebody else. And that's what these craft beers and the creators do. I mean, that's that's part of who they are. I encourage you to engage the person behind the bar when you're in one, one of these craft brew outlets, because the chance that you're talking to the guy or gal that created the beer or open the business is really likely. Really? It's awesome. Engage them. Have them tell you the story about the beer and where it came from. That's so good. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, it's 519. We're talking with Jeff Mall, the Executive Director of Visit Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. Let's uh, let's keep talking about activities. Anything else that you want to talk about that our listeners should know about that's happening in the month of October? The month of October is the month of hayrack rides and going to the pumpkin patch and doing all kinds of great things. Uh, fall baseball, the University of Nebraska has fall yes. baseball opening up. I'm super excited. <laughs> and why I'm excited is my son graduated this last year from high school, and three of the guys that he played against or played with are playing for the University of Nebraska right now. I love and that. Great incoming freshman class. Great things going on there. This uh, next few weeks will be the final run of the Farmer's Market, the Haymarket oh, really? Farmer's Market. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Boo at the zoo. Uh, monster Truck Wars are happening at the Lancaster Event Center. A little something for everybody out there to wrap up the month. Well, I noticed something on the website uh, that I told you a little bit about earlier, and I didn't realize this. So I was learning a lot today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Husker women's rifle team. I did not know about the. Well, I didn't know about the rifle team. Number one, they're kicking off their season on Saturday, uh, on the seventh. You can actually go and watch them. It's free of charge for anybody to go to. You can go to the Nebraska Rifle Range in the basement of the Military and Naval Sciences Building. Not only that, the Huskers are ranked number six in preseason for the College Rifle Coaches Association, which I didn't know about, <laughs> and they finished sixth last year uh, in the championship. So, how cool is that? Look them up. I know. Hey, when you told me about this when I walked in, I'm like on my phone looking it up. Like I know. Early in the year, TCU, a school that we think about for football, was number one in the women's rifle rankings. There you TCU. go. TCU. I didn't know. I had no yeah, idea. I didn't know that. Guess what? That was on our website. Really? Right? That, yeah, right? Well, 
you could find out information from this event is yeah. on our website as well. Yep. So yeah, yep. this is right there. Yeah. You click on it, you've got your calendar of events for yeah. each day that's happening in October and all that. So So are we a rifle school? Is that what we're gonna say? Well now? We're we're not going to go too far into this, but um, you know, for, at least for women's, we've got volleyball, bowling, oh. rifle. I mean, they're the basketball, lots, softball, lots of great things. A lot of good things are happening. I think too many people get hung up with one sport. Exactly, we, we won't go on, but the diversity of sports, men's and women's, and, and different competitive levels at the University of Nebraska, but our other universities and small colleges in the state of Nebraska. A lot of fun to watch and go out and see. Yep, really good. Yeah. Let's uh let's change the direction here of the conversation. You were telling me that um one of the things that you and your staff do is you go around the country to trade shows just to give you ideas, I'm assuming, and to help uh, as you grow and develop uh to make Lincoln the best community possible. Um share with us more about the trade show season and how that impacts you and your staff and the city. Yeah, I mean, before I started this this job 21 years ago, I just assumed events came to Lincoln or came to any given community, and there wasn't an organization out there personally inviting or fighting to get new business and conventions into Lincoln. That's what we do at Visit Lincoln. So our staff spends a ton of time in the late summer and fall months going to national trade shows. Uh, our team in the last, I'd say, about month and a half, they've been in Galveston, Minneapolis, Cedar Rapids, Indianapolis, South Bend, West Palm Beach. I mean, we're going to all these trade shows. And of that group of trade shows, we've had 70 qualified leads come out of it. And a qualified lead is somebody that's really serious. They have intent. They have an RFP to to recruit their business um, from a certain community into Lincoln. And so uh, it's been great. And and people are coming up to us with more enthusiasm than ever that they want to be in this community um, that we've built. You know, we've built a destination. Yeah. Well, and... The potential future convention center, right? Yes, sir. Is going to add. Yes, is going to benefit that. I'm assuming. So, what's that? We'll talk more about that in the yep. second half of the yep. show. But um, are you having discussions with people that are looking to maybe have an event here in Lincoln? Will that convention center have, have you noticed that it, it kind of changes their attitude about? Hey, maybe we do do our our convention in Lincoln. Yeah, and I think we've talked about this on previous shows that you know. The Cornhusker Hotel, our biggest convention hotel, is only doing 30% of the market demand. 30%. Hmm. So 70% of that business is meeting somewhere else. And it could be in Kearney, could be in Omaha, could be around the region. So a bigger box, a box with docks is like what we call a convention (laughs) center, uh, is definitely going to enhance our ability to go from 70 qualified leads to well over 150 to 200 leads because we're just too small right now for a market of our size. I'm I am excited for that to to get going. I think we all been yeah. a lot of us have been waiting. I remember when, you know, one of the things that I you know frustrated me was when we had Pinnacle Bank uh, going through that whole process. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, add the convention center, like yeah. take this step. And and I know you know obviously it's about resources and timing and all that stuff, but um, there's such a need for you know corporations I work with and been a part of. You know, Lincoln could be a great destination, but just don't have big enough facilities for larger events. So I think it's going to be great to it's have. Going to be a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, we can talk to, talk about that a little bit more. Yes. Anything else before we break here for the first half of the show? Just uh, you know, we want to talk about if we can August. I think if we have a little time when we oh. come out of here, and let's talk numbers. Yes. All Let's right. Talk about that. Yes, we're going to talk about August numbers. I, I, I totally forgot about that. I, I got to talk to I you got, about. I know. I got yes. ser- I got serious at the beginning. <laughs> now we're going to have some fun here there after the break. So we'll take a quick commercial break and come back. It's uh, five twenty four, and you're listening to Lincoln's number one news and talk station fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. 
listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome back to the show. It's 527. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for Dan. Uh, we are talking with Jeff Mall, the executive director of Visit Lincoln. Jeff, I got a question for you. I was going to do it at the beginning. I predicted last time you were here that we were going to have between four and 500,000 visitors in the month of August because we had the air show, we had uh, the volleyball day, we had uh, county fair, all this stuff. What are the numbers? What what happened in August and how did it impact Lincoln? So I can tell you the big ticket things that I know outside of the county fair. The county fair actually enhances these numbers. 448,000 people were between the Guardians of Freedom Air Show. That was 340,000 people attended the Guardians of Freedom Air Show. We had 2,000 riders in town for the Gravel World National Championships. Yeah. We had a 14,000-seat arena packed for the Zach Bryan yeah, concert. huge. And then a little event at Memorial Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Volleyball day in Nebraska at 92,003. So that's 448,000. Probably could easily push it to 450 with the county fair and a lot. Of, August was, I, I I can't wait. So my prediction was, was it one of the most visited months ever in the history of our city? Ever. Yeah. Ever. And I think the lodging tax, I know the lodging tax collections, as well as the sales tax collections that Lincolnites talk about all the time. Do we time. know the numbers on either Not of that? yet. Okay. It's going to be a couple months that we're going to start to see those things roll in. Yeah. But we're going to have a lot to celebrate, and it's something the city could be excited about as well as the county. So you were pretty good on your guests. Thank you. Thank you. I was excited. I was trying to do the numbers in my head because I'm like, this is huge for our city. It was a huge month, and I'm excited to do it again. We need yeah. to do it again, Jeff. We do. I think we should do an air show every year. I think we should do <laughs> that would be volleyball awesome. day in Nebraska every year. Well, you know what pushed us over the the, the, the max limit was the three, the extra three at the, vo- <laughs> the volleyball what, game. I believe you're right. <laughs> it I just know pushed who us that, over the edge. I want to know who 92,003 was. Who was that That's person? Right. Give them a prize. Right. they got to win something, Johnny. Right. So Season tickets. Let's do this. Uh, all right. Well, thanks again. Uh, we're going to have a great conversation in the second half of the show. We're going to talk more about the convention center. Um, Aaron Stitt, the general manager of Courtyard by Marriott, um, is in the studio. That's in the Haymarket. Um, we're going to talk about all the growth that's happening down there, what's happening with their facility as well. It's going to really enhance um, your um, uh, just your interaction and your experience down in the Haymarket. Well, up next, we have a check with Fox News and then KLIN News with Chase Porter. You are listening to 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We deeply appreciate it. 537. We didn't even talk about the weather. It's 72 out. It's beautiful today, so get out there and enjoy it. I know it's a little windy, but um, weather-wise, it's great. Uh, I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for Dan. He's going to be back in on Monday. We're going to talk about uh, the schedule of the show towards the end of the show and what's happening tomorrow and all that good stuff. So, Well, today we're joined by Jeff Mall, the Executive Director of Visit Lincoln. Jeff, you brought in a great guest. Just we We're sitting here chatting during the break, and this is so fun. Um, Aaron Stitt is a general manager of Courtyard by Marriott here in the Haymarket, and I've got some good stories about the Courtyard and Marriott that we'll talk about in a second. <laughs> but anyway, Aaron, welcome to uh, welcome to the show today. We appreciate you coming Thank in. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. This is an honor to be here. This well, is super I, fun. I know you worked around your schedule to be here, so we appreciate that. So Absolutely. first of all, let's kick things off. Tell us about your kind of your history, where you're from, how you got to Lincoln, and ultimately, you know, doing what you do. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm originally from Hastings, Nebraska, and I uh, grew up on a, a farm out there by Kennesaw, uh, went to Hastings High for high school, and then moved to Lincoln uh, to attend Southeast Community College. 
Well, I did that. I I was honored to be on the opening team at the Embassy Suites in Lincoln. Also worked at Grisani's, for those of you that have been yeah. in Lincoln for a while. Oh, I miss Grisani's. Um, that's where I kind of got into bartending school and such. And then um, while working at the, the Embassy... The best peach bellinis, by the way. Yes, they were totally. Awesome. What about the mint that you got when you walked <laughs> yes, out the door with the chocolate true, on the outside? That's true. That's uh-huh. so, true. Oh, the day. I had a lot of those, yep. Um, <laughs> And then I, so I, I was honored to, to work at the Embassy Suites um, and then also at the Lincoln Country Club. I was the head bartender at both of those places for about eight years um, while I was on the, on the team at the Embassy Suites. We opened, um, it was John K. Hammond who opened that hotel and then also built the La Vista properties, the courtyard in the Embassy in La Vista. I was able to be on the uh, opening team for those properties as well. And then got asked to move to Phoenix, Arizona and work and open a Renaissance hotel and spa um, in Glendale, Arizona, right by the Phoenix Cardinals football mm-hmm. stadium. And was there for about five years and held numerous manager positions from you know housekeeping to front, do- front office operations. Saw a couple Super Bowls at that stadium, nice. saw a couple national championships. Um, and when I say saw them, I mean worked them, didn't go to the games, but uh, definitely, you know, took care of guests and, and just had an amazing experience um, at that. And then got asked to move back to Lincoln, Nebraska to help open the courtyard by Marriott. I opened the courtyard as executive director of housekeeping and was promoted to AGM about a year and a half after that. And then GM um, a few months after that. And I've been GM for a little over nine nine years now. So. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Number one. Number two, what Thank I love you. about this, and I'm a big believer that as you grow and develop, man, let's be the best that we can be. Let's bring in the best. Let's hire the best. Let's provide the best because that pr- provides a gr- better experience for people. Yeah. Obviously, you've experienced the best because you've been in those different uh, uh, positions. Uh, the Arizona one's intriguing where you're looking at a spa and you're seeing a different atmosphere with the hotel and all that. You've got some renovations that have happened. I Believe it or not, how long has the the courtyard been around yeah so we're coming up on our 11th year um <laughs> this a, month actually that is so October crazy 24th yeah we'll be 11 years old which is crazy yeah. it's gone so fast so, so you've done some renovations so let's let we our did. people know about what's yeah happening. so um so we renovated um about a year and a half ago um uh, with marriott it's it's kind of brand standard to renovate every seven years seven to nine years depending on uh how are you doing performance gss scores uh which are guest satisfaction scores and all that kind of stuff so we renovated did a full renovation um, from beds to TVs to linens to carpet to vinyl to paint everything, fitness equipment, all those types of things. So it's a beautiful hotel. We're we're so proud of our hotel. Um, we're a very busy hotel, and we we take a lot of pride in our preventative maintenance. So even going in before we renovated it, did not look like it needed it whatsoever. But right. it, it looks like a brand new hotel when you step foot in there today. So, Aaron, I've known you for a few years. Yes. Right? So um, <laughs> this guy, I respect the 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 you know, just. Great, great guy in the industry. Thanks, buddy. You're in a great spot. You are just down the street from Pinnacle Bank Arena. You're within a stone's throw of Memorial Stadium. So what's that been like? Because you see a lot of traffic in and out. You get a lot of people that book early, right? Yes. And they're with you year in and year out. So what is that busyness like being between two you know, identifiers of, of, of traffic and business? Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. You know, as an ownership... Um, that's kind of one of the only things that you get to to choose. You get to choose your GM, but you get to also choose your location. Uh, other than that, it's really up to the team. It's about making sure that that GM or the or the people involved hire the right people to create the right culture to make your hotel successful. Location is key, you know. And we, I think, we have the absolute best location. We're the closest hotel to the stadium. Uh, we're one of the closest to Pinnacle Bank Arena, but we're right on that corridor when you come into downtown. 
everything's walking distance. We have an amazing Haymarket downtown venues to walk to. Um, it's it's awesome. We couldn't ask for a better location. But you could fail. You could fail being in those right. two good spots, right? We could, absolutely. So your, your scores, yeah. your guest satisfaction yeah. scores, I imagine, are doing pretty well. They are. Um, so, yeah, we, we've done... Ev- Ever since our opening uh, back in October twenty uh, fourth of two thousand twelve, so we've we've won. Uh, it's called a Marriott Silver Circle Award, and it's either a silver award, a gold, or a platinum. And we have won one consecutively every year since we've been open. So we're going on our eleventh award. And what that is is uh, the 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 silver is basically the top twenty percent, and then gold is top ten percent, and then the platinum is the five top five percent out of the world. So right now. Currently, we're ranked 19th out of all courtyards in the world, and there's wow. about about 20 <laughs> about 2,800 courtyards wow. in the world. So, congrats! Um, thank you. That's a it's, big deal. It's it a is. huge deal. I I've worked for Marriott for uh, about 20 years, and um, I I know a lot of hotels that have never won any of those awards, uh, and and to win 11 consecutively is is unheard of, honestly, so, especially for Lincoln, Nebraska. It's yeah. so cool. So how does the hospitality industry impact the Haymarket area in our city? Because we got a lot of people coming in. We just talked, you know, 450,000-ish in August. You guys are kind of the first face that some of our visitors will see, maybe the last face as they go home, kind of, um, you know, providing that atmosphere for people to build that relationship like we talked about at the beginning of the show and hopefully to continue it on. So what's it like and how, how does it impact our city? Yeah, I mean, you think of some people have different views of the hospitality industry. The way I look at the hospitality industry, it's every single industry not not just hotels um but definitely just to focus on a couple that that involves are your restaurants your bars uh your zoos your museums all of those things show hospitality in so many different ways um we are the major gateway to the city of lincoln that i feel um with you know visit lincoln and all the things that they do the chamber the convention all that kind of stuff um we are able to be that first impression to all the visitors that come into lincoln which is such an honor uh, there's a lot of industries that don't have that that capability of doing that. So the coolest thing about it, we we have that opportunity to, like I said, you know, make that first impression on visitors, but we also have the last opportunity to make that lasting impression. Um, to ask them how their stay was, how their visit was, what can we improve on? That's that's probably the most most important question I ask guests when they're leaving is what what can we improve on? I know we're not perfect. I know we can do something better, and it really forces them to be honest with me and tell me, well, this could have been better. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, those types of things. So us in the hospitality industry, we're so blessed to have that one-on-one time with a guest or a traveler to Lincoln to actually have those conversations with them when they're arriving or when they're departing. And it could be at a bar, it could be at a restaurant, it could be at the zoo, it could be at our hotel, all those things. So we're very, we take a lot of pride in that. How important, Jeff, is it then to have leadership like this that you can work with and communicate with to say, hey, what can we do as a community too to support them, to make things better, to take their recommendations from, you know, all these guests that come in and implement them? Well, I mean, when we're, when we're out selling and marketing and doing the trade right. shows that yep. we talked about earlier, people like Aaron and others in our hospitality industry are the ones we talk about the most. Like Jeff could sit here and talk about what an amazing community I have and, and what I do, but it's what we do as a community. Yep. And I love our hospitality industry and everybody working together in the lodging industry and the attraction industry. You know, when something happens at one hotel, they're telling the other hotels what to look out for. And the communication is there. And I just think the Midwest values and the mid- Midwest work ethic 
that we represent is so different and so better than any place else across the country. And I take great pride in that mm-hmm. because of everything that Aaron just said, that's just such a true representation of who we are. And, you know, Aaron, I've been in his hotel a lot. We have meetings. He's my board chair for the Visitors Promotion Committee. And uh, I can tell you that no matter when I walk in, how bad of a day he's having or how good of a day he's having, he offers me a bottle of water or a cup of coffee every time. That's what Aaron is doing right, and that's what our entire hospitality industry does right. They put everything behind them, and they focus on the what's in, in front of them. Yeah, yeah. that's great. It's uh, 546. We're talking with Aaron Stitt, General Manager of Courtyard by Marriott in the Haymarket, and you're listening to 1499.3 KLIN. All right, before we jump into the convention center, i got a story for you. I'm going to give you a little some kudos. Talk all right? <laughs> so two years ago, my wife and I decided, you know, it was our anniversary. We were down at Blue. We were eating some sushi. It's so good, you know, and having a great time. And we're like, you know, we hadn't taken a break that year, and so we were talking during dinner like what should we do and and then we're like well why don't we just why don't we just get a hotel room <laughs> so get, we get a room Doug. get a room so we literally go just out of blue and go right into the hotel right I love it and we walk in and we say hey we'd like to get a room <laughs> and they and one of your one, one of your employees said oh well great can we can we get your luggage for you and we're like we don't have any luggage we're just <laughs> we just want a room well they gave us a look or two right and we started joking around we were telling them what we were doing they made it the best stay ever i mean they gave us some drink cards they took care of us um they helped us out with a couple other things that we had to take care of um but i say that to say this we stayed down there then for the next three days we had a great time because we have never been in the haymarket like for an extended period of time we didn't realize that Nearly every night, uh, restaurants and bars are open past nine o'clock. So you can go there and have a great time till midnight or so. Um, we were down there going through shops. We went to, you know, movies. We just hadn't done, we call it our staycation. So what did we do this year? Same exact thing. Wednesday through Sunday, we would go down, downtown. We have our little staycation. We celebrate our anniversary. We bring our kids downtown, go to the bars that they go to till 2 a.m. or yeah. whatever and just enjoy it. Um, what would you recommend for people to go downtown that live in the city? Like for spot. staying you at your hotel. on the spot right now. <laughs> what, what do I recommend? Well, because, the... I mean, going to a restaurant and a bar is one thing. Yeah. You know, everybody will go down there and experience that. But what about staying in your own hotels in your own city? Yeah. So I got to tell you something. So, um, you know, for those of you that are listening that are wondering just why Lincoln? Why Lincoln, Nebraska? If you're talking to friends or family or if you're listening outside of the city, um, it is, it's, uh, the industry itself is, is just absolutely phenomenal because you need to get a room. You need to see it for yourself. I'm going to use Jeff's slogan of getting a room, but um, dine, dine out. Visit Lincoln. Get yes. a room. Get a room. We dine did that during the pandemic, by the way. <laughs> did you? Yeah, we did. That's fun. But dine out. Go to a bar. You know, Go to the zoo. Go to the museum. Uh, I promise you, you will be reminded how amazing the city of Lincoln truly is because of all the experiences that we provide, and it's why people come to our city. Um, it's so important to, to get to know your city and the best way to do it is really submerse yourself in it. Literally get a room, we, go out to dinner, all those things that you just said. We had a first class experience. Get this. We had a first class experience. We ate at a restaurant that I think, and we've eaten it all, all across the country, five-star restaurants. We had one of the best meals we'd ever had in our lives right here in Lincoln. And that wouldn't have happened if we wouldn't have stayed downtown. And here's the kicker. Not only did we stay downtown for, was it three nights and four days? You know how much money we saved not traveling outside of town? Oh, Flights, I know. Yep. hotels I know. outside of town, all that. And it was the best time that we had. I, I can't encourage people enough to just go downtown and spend, get a room. It's the, it's the most commonly <laughs> overlooked thing 
it, that is the simplest thing to do. Yeah. Like every time you're talking about a date night or a date weekend or let's take the kids somewhere else, somewhere else doesn't have to be Omaha. Somewhere else doesn't have to be Kansas City or Des Moines. You can do everything right here because guess what? A lot of our hotels have swimming pools. They have free breakfast in the morning. They have the evening social while the kids are in the pool. Mama and dad are enjoying the social or however that works. You can do all that minutes from your home. And on Sunday morning, you get up, you, maybe you go to church, but you might head straight home. And guess what? You didn't have to do any dishes. Nope. You didn't have to do anything that was involved with labor of having a house or an apartment. You're being a tourist in your own hometown, and it is it is a lot cheaper. It is. It's a heck of a lot cheaper. And even if you have younger kids, too, and you don't want to be too far apart, like my wife would never want to be too far away unless somebody yep. really important is watching yep. them. Yeah. That's a way to do that. And so. the, well, and the industry is always changing. You know, I, I feel like the hospitality industry is always miles ahead of, of a lot of the other businesses yeah. or industries mm-hmm. out there. And uh, it's fun to see new bars that open up or new restaurants or new menus or any of those types of things, new exhibits, you yep. know, all kinds of stuff. So it's always fun. It's always changing. Johnny, you're going to need to tell Dan, um, we're going to get a new slogan for him. Dan Parsons show, get a room. <laughs> there <laughs> you right. go. There we go. There all right, you let, go. Let's jump into the convention center real quick. Cause we've got a few minutes left and I really want to talk about this. Um, can you guys uh, give us an update on where are we currently with it? And then we'll talk about some more specifics. Yeah, I, I will tell you right now. So in the news, you've had a lot of talk about, where we are with the convention center. Of course, we had the phase one and the phase two mm-hmm. study. Everything was Which ringing, is on your website. ringing endorsement on our website. You can also go over to a newly created website called assemblelincoln.com. There is an Assemble Lincoln subcommittee that's been created that's working under the Lancaster County Board of Commissioners. It is a task force of sorts that is moving forward with an RFLI, a request for land interest, a request for letters of interest, from the development community that if you set on a parcel of land or you have a team put together that can develop a convention center, we want to know who you are. This Assemble Lincoln group wants to know who you are. The next step in that process will be to issue RFPs um, to a larger community, including architects and developers, and starting to put the package together so that we are trying to fast forward fully transparently a convention center process or project for the city of Lincoln. Downtown is where it's going to be. That's what the phase. So one we know phase, we know for sure that's you're targeting that. Yeah, phase one and phase two study. There were five sites identified roughly as potential development sites. I can tell you, there's a lot of talk in the community right now that there's maybe a sixth, seventh, or eighth potential site in the downtown and/or Haymarket for a convention center. So, just like I got chills for uh, <laughs> you know volleyball day in Nebraska, I get chills when I talk about a convention center. Because it's about building the destination. Oh, yeah. It's about taking advantage of the amazing hospitality industry that we have. And there's a lot of business that we're losing. So I think Aaron's kind of right along with me. We want to see yeah. this thing happen sooner than later. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've been thirsty for this for years, you know, almost a decade at least. So <laughs> yeah, it's, we, it's, there's a need for it, man. Yes. And, so assemblelincoln.com. I want to remind people, go over there. Everything that we're doing from our meetings that we have with the county board to our task force meetings are all on that site. Uh, open meetings as well. One thing that you said that I, it was so nice to hear you go, we want to be as transparent as possible earlier. And that goes with everything you're doing, you're sharing. So well, transparency is important, especially with things that have happened lately and, and uh, you know, people feeling uncomfortable maybe about property tax issues and that type of stuff and not feeling like they've had a voice. Yeah. This is a great opportunity for people to have a voice. Well, and keep in mind the session, the last legislative session, we were approved for turn back tax for a project like this. So when you're losing, when you're using state sales tax 
in the form of turn back tax to help pay for a project like this. If you're not transparent, you're going to lose an opportunity. Yeah. And, and so um, that's exciting for us. I, I do, I don't know how much time we have, but I, I, I do want to give Aaron a chance to talk about his new residence in property. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in the I, Haymarket. You talk about gate, gateways and entryways. Yeah, I tell you what, let, what, let's do this. Let's take our, our final break here. When we come back, let's talk about some groundbreaking that's going on. Awesome. That's going to help the downtown area. So. Thanks, buddy. All right, you bet. It's 554. We're going to take our final break. And before we wrap up the show, uh, you are listening to Lincoln's number one news and talk station, 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, it's uh, 5.56, 72 degrees outside. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for Dan. He'll be back on Monday. Uh, programming notes, uh, tomorrow's show, we won't have one because we've got Husker football. Pre-game will start at, um, let's see, pre-game starts at 3, and the kickoff will be at 7 o'clock. And then also, that's going to be heard right here on KLN. Also, at the very same time, I don't know how many times this has happened, Husker volleyball is uh, taking on Michigan State. That uh, pre-game starts at 5. The first serve starts at 6, and you can hear it on our sister station, B107.3. All right, we've been talking with Jeff Mall and Aaron Stitt uh, about Lincoln, Haymarket, Growth, Development, Convention Center. Uh, Aaron, you have some exciting news. Um, uh, some ground just broke on a new facility that you guys are creating. What's happening there? Yeah, Doug, so we we are so honored to announce um, groundbreaking of a brand new residence in uh, by Marriott, right on the corner of 9th and R Street, so literally about three feet to the east of the courtyard by Marriott down okay. in Haymarket. In that empty lot that's right yep, there. Yep, that okay. gravel lot there. So it'll be a 122-room um, residence in. It's a completely custom-built residence in. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's it's going to be amazing. It's an extended stay property for those of you that are not familiar with residence in. They have kitchenettes and pots and pans and uh, all those types of amenities, stove, uh, all that stuff. So it's like true you know, condo, apartment kind of so, living. So the difference between the two, maybe one is more for extended time frames. Definitely, being yeah. there and then the regular yeah, so would be. I'd love to just share a little bit of sure. history about Residence Inn real quick. But Residence Inn is, in 1981, Jack DeBoer um, started Residence Inn with a joint venture with Holiday Inn. Uh, in 1987, Jack sold it to Marriott, to the Marriott family. Uh, they opened their first extended stay brand, hotel brand. This is the first uh, extended stay brand um, in, the, in the North America. Uh, definitely geared towards business and leisure travelers, uh, those on family vacations, lengthy worth work assignments, patients of nearby hospitals, and those in need of just temporary housing. So today it's a power brand. It's definitely one of the most recognized brands in the Marriott portfolio. Um, almost 900 properties worldwide, over 100,000 room keys uh, and growing. So, yeah, just a super, super fun brand. Something that has been needed for a very long time in the downtown kind of Haymarket area of Lincoln, we we don't have, we currently do not have an extended stay property mm-hmm. in that location. We have a beautiful residence in South Lincoln mm-hmm. and then a, a town place suites, um, North Lincoln. Notice I'm only recognizing Marriott <laughs> hotels, but I was going to um, say, what about these? No, other we guys? have others. We, have others. we love just, them too. <laughs> yeah, we love them too. But, um, there's so many of us in the downtown, uh, Haymarket area that we all have beautiful hotels and have tried to accommodate these types of guests, you know, just to the courtyard. We have guests that are staying anything from uh, weeks or months or years with us, and it's hard right. to accommodate that. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us. We appreciate that. Sports Nightly's up next. You've been listening to KLIN.